Absolute Radio Country is filled with the best sounds from Nashville 24 hours a day. But even we can't fit in everything. You'll find a full story right here. This is Country Music Talk, the podcast that takes you behind the scenes of the world of country music. We love bringing you the biggest names from the world of country music here on the podcast, so thank you for listening. Remember to subscribe if you haven't already, and that way you'll never miss an episode. And if you're in the UK, you can listen to Absolute Radio Country live and enjoy the no-repeat guarantee. It's our promise to never play the same song twice during your workday between 9 to 5, Monday to Friday. Right, on with the podcast. This is the Country Music Talk Podcast from Absolute Radio Country. Absolute Radio Country, I'm Balin Leonard. Oh, we got an old friend in the studio today. This is nice. You're calling me old? What um, is this? Well, okay. listen, I think, it's, I think we all have to accept that time marches on. Time marches Eric, on. And, you know, we, we are but um, going along with it. But you, you are an old friend because you've been coming over to the UK. Eric Pasley, everyone. Eric Pasley. I can give you the full introduction, but let's just get into it like old friends yeah, do. Yeah, I've been coming over. This is like my eighth tour, I think. Yeah. Seven or eighth time. I love it over here. What is it that you love about the UK? I mean, obviously the architecture, like the, just yeah. the life on the streets. Uh, the crowds are amazing. Mm-hmm. You, know, you listen so well. That can sometimes throw artists off. I mean, p- most artists who have come over for the first time from, from Nashville or from the States, they, they will have heard like, oh, it's a real listening crowd. But even so, when I speak to some of them, it takes them a minute to kind of adjust to, wait, do they like me? Uh, you right. know, is there anybody out there? Because people are listening so intently. Yeah, and also, I mean, it also means, am I good enough? You know, I mean, like <laughs> in the States, like, I mean, majority of it's like bring the party, not necessarily bring the moment. Yeah. Does that make sense? Where yeah. it's like, let's just play covers all night because they're drinking beer and scream talking, you know? <laughs> yes. And that's, and, but, and, and we're all, we're all taught how to listen. I'm not like slamming on the crowd. Like this is the society you're in. You're, you're taught to do this. I think what I've re- realized is like here, it's like if you like a genre, you go listen to that artist. So then when that artist plays, you know their album. You don't just know the one song that you heard on radio always. But also the way that people hear music now is totally different too. Yeah. Like you don't have to be a country fan to listen to country right. music. Which I love it. Per se. It's like yeah. I just love music. If I like it, I turn it up. Like, I mean, I fit in country music, but I've, you know, I write pop and everything. You know, I've had hits and other stuff. So since you've been coming over for, for so long and, and since we were just talking about how kind of country music has evolved in the, the UK, have you seen that difference in crowds? Have you noticed that at all? Or does it just feel like good old UK crowd. I don't know. I just, I figure it's like I keep coming back so the crowds get bigger. So that works. That was great. Yeah, that, you know? ideally that's but, how it works. But I'm yeah. sure like... Doesn't work genres... that way for everyone, Eric, to be honest with you. All right. Well, good. <laughs> I'm glad it's growing still. You know, it's, uh, I just love coming over here and it's been, the last tour I was here was with, with, with the Shires, with yes. Ben and Chrissy and it's like, it's so, it's too long, a year mm. and a half. What the heck? My goal is like to be back here every six months or so. Is something. that the goal? Yeah, that's my goal. So are you already thinking about when you're coming back? Absolutely. Yeah. I'll come back when it's a little warmer. Yeah, yeah, it's quite chilly right now, isn't it? <laughs> it feels good. It's Christmas. It's good. I know. It's perfect it's Christmas for Christmas. Time. Yeah. A new EP. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. You just gave this um, to me. Perfect Strangers. Uh, six tracks. And... What I'm loving about people releasing music at the moment is it doesn't feel like there's any rules because, you know, an established artist such as yourself can release an EP. A new artist can release a, an album with like 30 songs on it. You know, mm-hmm. it just seems to be whatever goes, which I think is probably also a reflection of the way that we listen to music now. You know, people want different things. So um, why an EP? 
It's the Wild West. I don't know. I, I, I just was putting out a song every six weeks because I can. Right. So then we were like, well, you're going on tour. Let's just make a CD. All right, let's do it. <laughs> okay. And here you it know? is. I mean, that's honestly what's happening. It's like, I write so much music. I record so much music. There's so much unheard music. It's ridiculous how much music Nashville makes that mm. people never hear. Not because it's not good. It's just because there's, you know, we just don't put it out. And it's like, well, here you go. And I mean, in a world of phenomenons, you know, and ones and zeros, and if you get the golden TikTok ticket that day, yes. I, mean, I feel like there's a guy that just throws a, like a dartboard or something at faces on a wall and go like, and you get 20 million views, and you get 20 million views. Yeah, that's how views. TikTok works. It kind of, I mean, it's sort of, so that means anything's possible always. So it's like, well, we'll just... Put and you kind of never know which one is going to, for what reason, one is going to take off. Yeah. I mean, you are a prolific songwriter, both for yourself and and for other people. Um, five number one hits. Your first one, Barefoot Blue Jean Night, is that right? Yeah, that was Jake the first Owen one recorded. I Jake. It was like most played country song of the decade back in the stage. And still sounds great. It's crazy. You know, it, it hasn't aged at all. We still yeah. played a lot. It sounds fantastic. Yeah. How many songs would do you reckon you write in a year? I mean, well, there were some years probably I wrote 300 and 400 or so. and But right. I mean, now probably I'm making sure there's a point behind every song I write. It's like if I write with a couple hit songwriters in Nashville, the odds of it getting recorded are really hard. Right. Publishers will disagree. But it's, it's really hard if the artist isn't on it right now because there's so many great artist writers. So it's kind of like... Uh, if we get a great idea and be like, hey, what if you think Tyler Hubbard might want to write with this? You know, like we kind of have something like going. Him. He's awesome. Yeah. I love T. He's awesome. And uh, or like, hey, Thomas might want to go. I don't know. But I mean, right TR. now, I probably write <laughs> T.R. Yeah, everybody has a it. nickname. The EP. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, I probably write 150 songs a year. As we said, you've had five number ones. You had some huge artists uh, sing your songs. And then obviously you have your own career as well mm-hmm. as an artist. Do you always start off with, this is for someone else, this is for me, or do you just start off with, I'm writing a song, and then you figure it out later? I just write a song. I was actually talking to my wife about it. I'm like, maybe I should just be like, I'm writing for me today. You know? But, <laughs> yeah. But I'm just like, I just, I am writing for me. I'm just, if it's truthful, then I write it. You mm. know? Or it might not be my story, but it's somebody's story, and, and that's the point of music. You know, make sure people don't feel like they're the only one. But most of the time, I just try to catch a great song, and then... Wherever that needs to land is where it lands. Has there ever been one where you're like, that's so good, I don't really want to give it to somebody else? Yeah, but the world did other things. Like When I wrote Barefoot, it was like, hey, the guys I was working with, like, this Whoa Whoa song, the Barefoot thing, people love this song. They're like, don't confuse the label. They already have 30 songs. I had just signed with Capitol. And we had, they did. They had 30 songs to choose from. And I wrote Barefoot, and it was like, don't confuse them. So I didn't record it, and... My wife, who I worked with, which we we were just best friends. We didn't, we weren't dating or anything. But she was the one. I, she took that song to every label two times over, and everyone was like, "No, no, no!" And the last meeting, the last meeting, like literally, like Billy, who we worked with and who she worked with, was like, "This is the last time, Natalie. Like nobody likes this barefoot wo-wo song." <laughs> and the last time, Sony Sony took it and it ended up going to Jake, and and thank goodness he had had hits before it was mm. just time for him 
And and the other thing is, if you go through the deep dark curtains of the music business, um, which are beautifully lit most times, you know, it's, that sounded really dark. It's not. No, take but, us on um, this journey. Come um, with us. Because everyone thinks it's cause effect. No, this is opinions. It's opinion. It's in a business of opinions. Do you believe this? Mm. When the person sold this song to you with their eyes, this is the next big hit. Did you believe their eyes? And they did. So therefore, it is the next big hit because of self proposition But anyway. Deep thoughts. But, I agree um, with you, though. I mean, there's a lot of new artists that are always wanting everybody's opinion on their music. Yeah. Which I get. You know, you're a new artist. You want to you want to know that you're you're on the right path. You want to be told you're pretty. Stuff. But whenever good? I'm, yeah. I just always think my opinion is not more important. Like, do you believe in the song? Do you love the song? Like, yeah. it doesn't really matter what people in the kind of quote industry think about. It. I mean, it does at the bottom line, I suppose. But ultimately, you would like to think that that good art finds its way through even if it doesn't necessarily find a massive platform yeah it finds the people that need it absolutely no i believe that you know and it's uh and it's it's the power of music it's like it it has forever to be heard as long as it's been released somewhere you know well you've released a lot of music including not only this new ep but um you've got your compilation album yeah even if it breaks your barefoot friday night (laughs) even if it breaks your barefoot friday night you just stuck all the hits together you know, I used to run a rock night, and we called it. We built this speed wagon on a prayer. That's uh, awesome. So you know, I, I I get the mashing up of all of this sort of stuff. Um, so I mean, everybody loves a good old compilation album. I mean, this is literally you know all killer, no filler on yeah. this. Um, that wow. must have been super fun to put together. All the hits, yeah. I, I did it with a guy named Mitch Furt back in Nashville. He's incredibly talented. He actually uh, the hit with Keith Urban I had called Wild Hearts that I wrote with him. Yes, Mitch made that track. I mean, it's a quote-unquote demo in Nashville. It's like it's a master. This is a record, you know? And Keith heard it and was like, this is great. Let's just do that. And he put that out, you know? So props to Keith Urban for giving credit where it's due and Mitch doing that. But it was kind of interesting because, like, Friday Night, She Don't Love You, all the hits that I've had as an artist, I was just like, here, make it sound different, you know? (laughs) A little bit. You know, I didn't want to completely Taylor Swift copy it, you know? Yeah. Um, but it's like I could own this master recording of it, and uh, he did amazing. You know, just I'd go and kind of give him a little bit of a direction, and then go in and grab all kinds of weird instruments and see what we pushed mute on and what we didn't. You know, but it's I think it ended up really cool. It definitely did, and also it must be good for you because, um, like anybody who's kind of constantly doing things, and you're just like, okay, what am I doing today? I'm writing another song. What am I doing today? I'm out on tour. It's nice. In some ways, I would think to put something like this together because you get to kind of look back and go, oh yeah, yeah, I, don't I have suck. done a lot. I have done okay, <laughs> which is quite nice. No, it is. It's fun, and it's uh, and just being smart with it. It's like, um, as a songwriter, streaming doesn't pay you. Mm. It does, but it doesn't. You know, it's and it's and it's not about the pay, but this this sustainability. And I, I look at the new kids coming to town. It's like, dear God, this is bad. Like, own your masters, just record it and get put it out. You know, like so. It is. It really is cool just to see the chaos and the cool of. It's the Wild West. It really is. Like, the business is so wild right now where you can blow up on TikTok and really, do you need a label? I mean, yeah. I'm going to be thrown in well, the they river come knocking for saying once, that. Well, yeah, because you make money. Once you, you blow up on money. TikTok, they all come The knocking. moment you're huge on TikTok, I'm like, is there people at your shows? Yeah, we sell every show out. Okay. Mm. Do you sell records at your show and T-shirts? Yeah, we sell out. That's great. Why do you need a label? Mm. Like, they're a billboard. No, and no offense, like they, the labels know what they are. I mean, this is to tell people this kid's great. 
Yeah. And everybody knows you're great already. So don't go sign over your seven-figure royalties to a label just to be on something else that you were taught to be on. Um, and that's that's kind of I, I really am someone's gonna drown me in a river, but I mean no, it's this the is all truth, good. This though. is like it's a like, master class. But then again, it's like if you really, really just want to be on FM radio, then cool, sign away some royalties and see if it happens. But you don't need that. Like people are at your shows, you're selling merch, you're making music you love, and you're having fun. Go do it. What's what's the problem? You know? Yeah, and also even if you're talking about radio, I know you're talking about it mainly uh, from a. a the state's perspective and that yeah. old kind of crazy system that that you guys have there but i mean i think more and more if a song is big enough and it punches through you know mm-hmm. even if we're just talking about on tiktok there there comes a time where it's so good and so many people are listening to it that people are going to play it mm-hmm. you know somebody somewhere i know it's a little bit different in the states with how that's all done but i mean certainly no, here it's pretty much that like, if, if it's it big, big enough and yeah. and it's good it doesn't matter if a label brings it to us or not yeah. if it's great it's going to get played so um which yeah i, I think love that's that probably... and that's and that's everywhere i mean it's if it's big it eventually it will be played yeah. you know eric it's always a joy to see you good to see you this what a random little i don't even know what hallways i wandered down but it, hopefully it leads to hope and uh, people putting out great music and realizing keep putting out great music and having fun doing it. There you go. We'll leave it there. Eric Pasley, Perfect Stranger is the EP. And uh, we'll, see, um, we'll see you next year in like six see months, you, you said. Yeah. All right, great. See you back. The Country Music Talk podcast from Absolute Radio Country. An in-depth look behind the scenes at the world of country music. Thanks for listening to the podcast. We'll have another dropping soon for y'all, so don't forget to keep it country. If you enjoy the Country Music Talk podcast, chances are you'll also enjoy Absolute Radio Country. It's the place where real music matters, and we love country music just as much as you do. You'll find us online on the free Absolute Radio app on digital radio throughout the UK, or just ask your smart speaker to play Absolute Radio Country. 